Rachel Daly is a striker. The end. The Koi Gig Pod on OTB Sports. She's got great passing range. She scores goals. She's great in the air. Brilliant in the air. Yeah. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent mode. We're delighted to have our own Tommy Rooney live on the line this morning. Morning, Tommy. How are things? Morning, Shane. How are you, Adrian? Tommy. Keeping well. Tommy Rooney, of course, of Good. the Football Pod. And Tommy, you've had a you've had a big one this week on the Football Pod. We've had a long season, Shane. We're 44 episodes in, as Paddy Andrews keeps reminding me. Is this the last one? Is this the last one? Yeah, Paddy, this is the last one. And James Horan joined us for his first interview since he stepped down as Mayo boss in June. So, um, great to get James on. Uh, delighted that he joined us for an hour. He was formerly this parish. He, he did quite a bit of his Adrian and off the ball. The last time that he stepped down back in 2014, he said back then that the tank was empty. Um, he obviously came back for a second stint as Mayo boss, Shane. He's um, he's had a huge influence over Mayo in the last 12 years. Will I bring you a, a snippet or two from the piece? Please do. This almost nearly didn't happen for Mayo and James Horan. He's 38 years old back in 2010. He was not the favourite to get the Mayo job. There were seven names thrown into the hat. Mick O'Dwyer had actually put himself forward at the time. But after a bit of a backlash in the Mayo people, he stepped back and he did one more year in Wicklow before he finished up as an intercounty manager. Tommy Lyons, the former Dublin manager, was the hot favourite. But on the night, it was a dramatic night itself. I said it could be a documentary and the night Horan was appointed. He's named as boss. Um, but Mayo football is at a low ebb. And it nearly got worse a few months later in his first championship game. London bring them to extra time. They just about scrape over the line. And have a listen to this. It's a couple of weeks after that. Listen to what a county board official said though. You go back to um, our, the first championship game, go, went to extra time with London and got out by the skin of our teeth. And, and there was people hissing at us after that game and we had to walk through the beer tent to get to the bus. And I tell you, I thought... I thought we were going to be stoned. I, I, I really did. So uh, look, we, we, we got out of that. But it's just to your point, Tommy, it, just belief and everything else was just so, so, it was so shaky then, you know. We played, played Galway a few weeks later. We are four points down at halftime against Galway in the next round. And Metal official, I won't say it was, was telling me that this doesn't go well. You're gone, pal. Yeah. Um, Jesus. So yeah, yeah. Look, these, these, these. You know, you know. So it would have been the quickest intercounty managerial career <laughs> of all time. But that, but, but everyone was rattled, and you know, it was that kind of funny in, in the dressing room. Half four points down, everything rattled. We just knew we were going to win that game where, where things were. You know, for for whatever combination of reasons, you know, and we just 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 kicked on. And every every training session, every day, every chat, every conversation got a little bit bit more together or a bit more belief and it just it built from there you know Jesus I mean Mayo people love their football but can you imagine the pressure in a game like that and like that's classic County Board carry on it's classic GA carry on isn't it like I mean I know that the London story he's chatted about people are aware that he you know, it nearly came asunder, yeah. right? But like at the same time that you don't need what's this like busybody getting involved with it? I, I just think that that sometimes is, is what has to be dealt with in, in some in some counties, Crazy you know. Um, and we we do our best lads to try and chart that kind of journey that that Horan had with Mayo as manager because, like, you take it for granted now that Mayo are in the in the mix every year. Mm. But for the four seasons before that, it just they had won five championship games. 
you know, before Horan took charge. And after that, they get to, in his eight years in charge, they get to seven All-Ireland semi-finals. You know, there's obviously four All-Ireland final defeats in 12 and 13 and 20 and 21. So we might just get to a little bit of that. So we can was he, back was, Tommy, was it, was it Holmes and Canelli and then Horn? No, it was James Horn from 20, September 2010 to the end of 2014. Holmes and Canelli come in then for one year. They bring Mayo to an All-Ireland semi-final, a replay against Dublin. They lose that, played good football that year. And Holmes and Canelli uh, leave or are... <sighs> You know, I don't know what the right word is there. Like, there was a meeting between the players and 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 management yeah. and the county board, and they left anyways. And Stephen Rochford came in then for two years, and we obviously had the epic All Ireland final replay in sixteen, and then the can I say even more epic twenty seventeen final that the Dubs win by a point, and then twenty eighteen things don't go to plan. Kildare beat them um, under Rochford in that Newbridge or Nowhere game. And Horan returns then for 2019. So they win a National League title in 2019. And then there's the mad transition where six or seven main Mayo players retire. There's seven debutants given out that that uh, COVID championship in October against Leitrim. And they get to an All-Ireland final. They lose to Dublin. Again in 21, they get back to an All-Ireland final. And this is where things start to go wrong. And we get into that. And there's a quite a good exchange between Paddy Anders and James Horan in the chat. Well worth listening to. And we can have a listen to a snippet here. And it's Paddy asking James about how quickly things turn sour. I couldn't get over James. And, and, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. We, we did a show in this season, a live football pod show. And you'd obviously had a, a really, really difficult league final. The, the, the crowd, the male supporters were, were probably not behind. They were questioning the team. They're requesting you, James. What was what was that like to manage? There seemed to be a disconnect this year between between the fans, between the media, and between the team. Yeah, yeah. I look, there's no no question about it. The last the, the last couple of seasons have been difficult. I I think there was lots of stuff, lots of stuff going on. Um, you, you know, after the Tyrone defeat, you know, where we beat you guys and we're the world's best and everything is is unbelievable. And we go out, you know, three weeks or whatever later and we don't do it and we're the world's worst. And I, I suppose there was where, where, where things were and maybe we, there was, you know, over time there was so much expectation and everything else that we'd finally beaten Dublin in the championship and it's only a matter of time, you know. Tyrone and we're a bad team, you know, that beat Zach Curry in the semi-final, you, you know, so it wasn't, we were just going to rock up and, 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 and win it. But, but that final definitely changed people's perception. Yeah, that, that was that was a turning point, Tommy, wasn't it? You can kind of tell from James's voice that he knows it as well. Yeah, and it, it's clear listening to the to the t- chat, Shane, that things do change. So um, it was interesting to hear that because we definitely felt that that night in Castlebar, like we were all a little bit taken back. That God, we didn't realize how bad things were in the county at that time. So um, that's really interesting to hear that. So look, there's loads in the interview. He sat down with us for an hour, and. Um, you know, there's bits and pieces about growing up in New Zealand and, you know, the influence of the All Blacks and that have had them and, you know, uh, 
a bit of a debate about Mayo's forwards and maybe the lack of scoring forwards. James didn't necessarily agree with some parts of it and other parts he did. Um, and yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot in it. So, so that, that question is often posed. Mayo don't have the forwards and they don't have the, the six Killian O'Connors in the team to win in All-Ireland. It's often thrown at them. So Horan disagrees? I don't think six Killian O'Connors <laughs> would work either, Shane. You couldn't well, have six Manzies, could you? Yeah. With six, Someone of that level. You could have six Conor McManus. You probably yeah. could have six I'd take Conor it, McManus. I'd certainly take it, yeah. Three and a half back line, three and full forward line. <laughs> um, so, like, Horan and Paddy, have, there's a bit of a back and forth between how close Mayo came to beating the dubs. And uh, I won't give you the answer, but the lads settled on an answer about what went wrong. Mm. Um, but, you know, in Kerry, they, they have an ability to sort of regen their corner forwards and, and produce a Mike Frank Russell and then a Colin Cooper and then a James O'Donoghue throwing a Paul Ganey a Kieran O'Leary a Barry John Kane David Clifford appears they have corner forwards coming out of the woodwork left right and centre lads that'll leave a sit in the bench and come on and kick points regardless and that's always been thrown at Mayo but as James Horan says who is the top scorer in championship football history you know Kieran O'Connor is and they have the footballers. They just can't seem to get them all together at the same time. You know, Tommy Conroy, Ron O'Donoghue having those injuries. Um, and yeah, like that's, that's just, that's just where they're at. I'm, um, I'm halfway through, Tommy. I'm saving the uh, second half for later on today. So, um, you can spoil it. Give me the spoiler if you want. But when, uh, sorry, are we going to uh, see James Horan three and when? That I'm not sure. You'll have to, try and pick up on the nuances of his own answer from that. Surely we will. He's still a young man. He's got all this experience in the bank. Like, with any managerial career, right, at that level where it's so intense, mm. they're competing year in, year out. The spotlight, like you've said, is on them 24-7. Mm. So there's like, it heightens everything, right? Yeah, I, and, and like, you just don't, you don't see the Brian Cody, Mickey Hart style longevity. It just doesn't happen because of all those factors. I don't think anymore, right? Mm. So what happens is, he comes in and obviously it's the time for him to go now and let somebody else have a crack at it and let Max Day do what he can do and then time passes and players change and they develop and they mature and there's a new playing pot and there's a freshness and suddenly it's time to get him back in again. New cycle. I almost feel like you know when people say who'd be a manager who'd be a GEA manager who'd be an intercounty manager today it's hard to have a- but who'd be the male manager they're talking about the most pressured job in the country I know but, but, but the flip side it's- of that is highly sought after though it, it is well, well you 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 get the job done and your statue in the main street in every single town in Mayo is if you guaranteed. don't if you don't do the worst in the world as as James was that was after that league final I don't know I think I actually think that in the in I think that Mayo fans have come to realise over the last four or five years that actually what they've done is amazing like I know that I, I know that in the context of losing an All Ireland final or a semi final or whatever obviously you couldn't be anything but disappointed but I think at the cold light of day they would say they've punched unbelievably well over the last few years mm. that was the interesting no, I think, one I think, I think, you're, I think there's definitely a cohort 1000% and, and usually uh, you know it's, it's those who protest who are possibly louder than others but there was a feeling this year that it just things weren't right and I don't know whether it was accumulation of stuff and you you kind of get that sense from listening to the interview that perhaps there was a couple of different factors that, that played into that but like Mayo there's no doubt about it they are absolutely um, maniacal about their football. They are mad about it. They love it. And the intensity of interest in the games and there means that it's just, there's an extra added pressure to that job. And like, what is success? 
And I know that's a bit of a rhetorical question. No, I agree. Just haven't. You know, I, they I haven't done it. Yeah, like, but like, you can't be absolutist. I don't think in six a, in, titles in the GA. I don't think you can be absolutist because, like, otherwise everything else is just a disaster if you don't win it. Think of the think of the journey all those Mayo fans have been on for the last twelve years. Amazing. Imagine what? all the people that have been brought together. Imagine the people that have come home that have been away that come home to watch matches. Like, there is something else going on here, and maybe I don't know whether they've lost sight of that a little bit. And they're just sick of it and they see Galway rocking up once every so often and mm. out of nowhere getting to an all Ireland final and nearly getting the job done or back in 98 actually going and doing it. I think so. if they could bank one. Oh, do you know what I mean? Then, <laughs> to win then, just then they can appreciate exactly, the rest. Exactly, to win just once. I think, do you know what they could? I do think that. But like, I, I, I get what you're saying about the journey. If like As a Monaghan fan, if I had been on the journey Mayo fans have been on, I'd, I'd be delighted. Yeah. What a journey. Hey, but I don't know a, if... I don't know if Mayo a fans, decade. It a decent decade, but I don't know if Mayo fans look at it like that anymore. They're like, like how, how many times can you drive east to, Croke, to Croker and drive west gutted? Mm-hmm. I, like you, you, there's only one... But there's but only on, one on, that on the day you're, you're gutted, you're totally disappointed. But I think in the round... I take Tommy's point entirely that I think at the round they're like, Jesus, this is, unbelie- this is an unbelievable train ride to be on. There's almost almost enough. no other county in the country that's on this train. But they need the train yeah. to pull into paradise at some point. I do. No, I accept I mean, that, yeah. I don't know. I, I almost feel like you, Tommy, you're, you're, obviously when you list off like, you know, kind of titles and national leagues and all that's great, but I, th- there's only one trophy that matters now for Mayo, surely. The well, National League. <laughs> the National League, yeah. They got that National League, they got the Yeah, look, time will tell Shane whether, you know, we'll, we'll get an answer to that this year or whether Kevin McStay can be the man to get them over the line. But do, you, do, you think, do, just, do you think he is? I haven't started doing my power rankings yet for next year. <laughs> Go on, give us a quick, quick, quick fire top three or four there. I can't even we, remember. As we sit, come on. I can't even remember the, the amount of counties in the country at the minute. Um, Take your picture in Dublin, Kerry, Mayo. Give us an order there. I mean, maybe Mayo aren't even third. Well, like, Sean O'Shea's free changes everything. Mm. Kerry are now on the cusp of, you know, becoming a great side. That's that's what we have in our hands here. Like, they have got the monkey off their back. They've got number one with such a young profile of a team. They're going to be hungry to come back and do it again. They're on their team holiday, I think, next week. Mm. Um, the dubs are back, of course. The dubs will be back. You'd imagine... There'll be a couple of counties in Ulster coming back with a vengeance. You know, will Tyrone be back? Will Armagh be back to prove that they're much more than everyone's second favourite team? Mm. That they actually have something in them. Mayo you know, could have be slipped. A well. You're, you're making a case here for Mayo. Hardly been in the top ten. Lads, go where the other runners up. Yeah. Mayo, Mayo have lost possibly their their most explosive player too in, in Oshie Mullen. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be a very interesting year. The, the one thing about next year, lads, the intercounty season, especially in football, is going to be absolutely bananas between Talchon Cup and All-Ireland Championship. There's going to be an insane amount of games. It's going to be like a bloody World Cup for six months. <laughs> I'm putting it that to you. And you, you won't realise till May and you'll be like, Jesus, Tommy was right. Yeah, we'll, be, we'll, we'll play this clip back. Cut, Bring uh, back the club. Before Bring we move on from the, the um, James Horn interview, Tommy, uh, a fascinating one and obviously people can, can uh, watch and listen back to the, the whole thing to get all the insight but he's a really interesting background as well James like raised in New Zealand yeah there's there's we get into all of that like I've I kind of heard snippets of that before but never heard him really talk about it in depth yeah. um, you know th- that's interesting Shane I'm not going to give that away of so course. you can listen back to that um, and uh, you know we ask him does he want to get back into coaching and he does basketball 
he wants to coach right. in live basketball. So maybe Adrian, that answers your question about whether he will come back someday because um, you know, he said the tank was empty back in 2014. You'd imagine how many years did it take to refuel the tank then? Is he talking about like the kids basketball or getting involved at a kids, level? Kids basketball at the yeah. minute, but you never know. He, he can work himself back up. We'll see. He'd definitely be back in. There's absolutely no question about it. He could end, even end up going off doing another gig somewhere else, couldn't he? And, no, he flat out refused to well, manage another county. Andy McIntyre was saying the same to us when he was in studio. There's no point listening to the interview now. I've given it all away. <laughs> That's the, How no, could no, people, no. Uh, genuinely tell me, the, so the podcast is up and the YouTube is due to be up today. Is that the, the schedule? Yeah. Yeah, so the, the podcast there. So go search for the football pod. Um, and if you haven't subscribed already, do, because we'll be back in early January with our 2023 season. So you can get it in the football pod feed or you can get it in OTB GA where you'll get all the other good stuff from off the ball. Um, all our other GA so just search for that and you'll find it and it's well worth a listen while we have you Tommy um, bit of a mad weekend in the club football championship last weekend and yes. some, some shocking results and surprise results which we love to see a bit like the World Cup yes. as you said um, what stood out for you? yeah it, it, cracking weekend of football um, myself and Will Callan I think are going to be power ranking the eight teams that are left and looking at the provincial finals tomorrow on the club championship show so a um, couple of things like you, you had Ian Corbett on there Finally, we have a Newcastle fairy tale that can we, we can all get behind without feeling morally corrupt. Like it's brilliant to see that. Um, what a win! They had an unbelievable win. Like I would have had Clamwell commercials as possibly my third favourites. You know, for the All Ireland title, you would have had either Kilcoo or Glenn. You would have had Kilmacko Croaks or the Downs, and then you know I would have had Clamwell up there. You know, Mike Cullen are obviously very strong in Galway too. So very interesting couple of weeks ahead in the provincial championships Newcastle West are up against Cairns and Rahali so first one was the, the Limerick football fairy tale number two is the crazy club commitments that are paying off lads and um, starting to feel a bit of Catholic guilt about this at the minute but like Peter Cook flying home this weekend for Mike Cullen he's over in New York at the minute Cairns and Rahali brought Gavin O'Brien home from New York he kicked a couple of points and Jack Savage and Cormac Coffey came back from Dubai and they've been moving back and forth over the last couple of months they contributed seven points of Karen's Rally's one nine. So the Strand Road, uh, they got their money's worth of the lads this week. So that was something else. And then up in Ulster, we have a, a heavyweight clash that is the one we're looking for. Cargan were so close to pulling off an upset against Glenn. They pushed Maliki Rourke's side all the way. Kilku, their form has, once they've emerged out of down, has once again become imperious. So that is going to be a cracking final as well in Ulster. So look, they're... There were the moments that stood out. You know, I, I know Corbett mentioned the sold out Fossa Castle Mahan game. That was pretty cool to see a, a monster email coming through on Saturday morning. Don't go to this game. No tickets left. So when that's happening, it just shows you the health of the club championships up and down the country. Just one more while, while you're on that, like the Kilku one, like Kilku demolished Derry Gunley, I think it was in the in the Ulster club final. Enniskill Gales. Enniskill Gales. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Last year. Last year. Last yeah, year, yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. It? And 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 like I, I look at this Glen team and. What Malachy O'Rourke, look, I'm a Malachy O'Rourke super fan anyway, given what he's done with modern football. But, uh, like, he took over Glenn, who had never won a Derry Senior Championship. I stand corrected on that, and, and he wins it. Uh, wins it again this year. Like, that that Glenn team, I, I cannot wait for this Ulster final. Because Kilku have been very dominant again in Ulster this year in terms of the the uh, the results. Uh, I know they beat... Uh, Jerome Johnston's Bally Bay of course which was a bit controversial as well and Jerome stepping aside for that game but Glenn if they can beat Kilku this weekend can can definitely mount an All-Ireland push Oh the winners in Ulster are absolutely in the mix and 
like you have to look at the last year's final, Kilmacook Crooks and Kilku. It's hard to look beyond the two of them in terms of how strong they were last year and the credentials they've illustrated so far. But they'll both have a, a tough challenge with the Downs and their wall um, over them in, in, in Leinster and then Kilku and Glen. You're right, Shane. Maliki Rourke feels like he's been the secret sauce over in Glen. They had unbelievable underage teams. They were coming. They were knocking on the door. They were having titanic battles with Schlock Neal and they just weren't getting over the line. Two things happened. Maliki Rourke took over. Connor Glass came home. And you saw the performance of Connor Glass at the weekend. I don't know if you saw the highlights last night. Last night, lads, but um, he, he took a, a serious amount of abuse, kicked at a couple of unbelievable points, and he's just his year has just gone from strength to strength. It's been so impressive. Um, so that is going to be a cracking game of football. Um, it's going to be fireworks. The I love the Leinster decision, which looks like they're going to flip the order of the games um, on Sunday. You are conflicted. I'm not that conflicted. I'm not that conflicted. I mean, sorry, surely you're, maybe, you're rooting for. I'm just you're delighted for. Well, the I, there was no conflict <laughs> when when the Downs were playing Ratol. So I can tell you that, Tommy. I was delighted to see any West Mead team get one over on uh, on the Mead boys. Who are you going for in, great in this stuff? One? Um, like I, I am probably going for Crocs. To be fair, they are they are. Uh, I'm down there um, down there every week. That's it's not like I've no connection to the Downs at all, other than their uh, county team. Mind letting so, go right. of your own county. No, it's not. But it's not. You would like if it was an, if it was if you were if you joined a Dublin club. Well, I play. I, I'm, I'm I'm living in Smithfield now, but if Scotts Town or Ballybay, who aren't my club in Monaghan, were playing the local club there, I'd, I'd go for the Monaghan. No, but not if you were involved in the club. So I'm a proud if Monaghan you're involved Monaghan. in the local club, that's that's. that's uh, don't throw red herrings at me. That's, I think Adrian could have a point. I think deep down, <laughs> if your neighbours had beaten you in a county final and they were going into the provincial final, you turn up, you turn up in in support, but you know secretly you'd be going, Jesus Christ. Hope no, because <laughs> exactly. you want to do it. You want to like, get the job. It, it's not like, and also the downs are not like. If it was Gary Castle or Lomans, I would. I'd know. I'd give you an answer straight away. I'd be on the Crokes bandwagon. There'd be no bother to me. <laughs> but uh, the downs are kind of not like that. But I ah, know. Look, you have to turn up. Come here. They, they looks like they're going to um, flip the order to make room for Brian Chi, which I think is a great decision. Who will probably yeah. play the full hurling match and then maybe come off the bench with the full. I think it's brilliant and it's. Unique DGA, absolutely. When when the the uh, cap needs to be doffed, let's do it. But on the football side, Tommy, what what is your expectation here? Like, the the only thought that I'm having about it is that like the 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 conversations that happen about Crokes being, um, you know, the Man City of GA are just such nonsense when you look at how tight most of the games that they've played over the last couple of years have been. But not the Port Arlington game uh, in the last round where they put up a bit of a big score. Is that a point or two? something to come for Crokes that there's a bit more cohesion that they could start to rack up bigger scores or a bit of one-off and it could be tied against the downs I think I think it will be tighter than the Port Arlington game and I, I think I think the downs the downs are in bonus territory in ways but they are going to be going for this like when you say chemical Crokes only win games by a point or two a good chunk of that is because of their style of play and the manner in which they set up the Dublin Championship is always going to be uh, very, very tight. But like, similar to how Kilku got on, they only edged over the line and they let loose a little bit when they got into the Provincial Series. Um, it's hard to call what that's going to be like. Adrian, like mm. the downs are going to be so well set up. They've got a super boss in charge, Larwall, who was over Gail Collin killing Mead for eight years. Very nearly got them over the line in Mead. Brought them from a essentially an intermediate club to being on the cusp of winning a senior championship so um, they're going to be well set up it's going to be a good game it's hard to look past Crokes when you've got two lads like Rory Carroll and Craig Diaz as your rock as your core and then you've got you throw in Shane Walsh and 
the the numerous other Crokes forwards, the numerous other Crokes players that have been on the cusp of the Dublin panel and and possibly just haven't made it. You've got such a strong intercounty cohort there, so um, they are a bit of a super club. But I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm not, but I'm not saying that in a bad way. They are. They're, they're in a very impressive outfit. So it shouldn't be taken in. Like no, but it's not meant. To, see, the word super club is never meant as a compliment. Oh, they're a super club. They're a mighty club. Super, comma, club. Mighty. Okay, Shane is the winner. They're a mighty club. I'll take that, yeah. I'd agree with that. Tommy, great stuff this morning. Thanks a million. Thanks, lads. Matt Cheers. Tommy. Talk soon. Tommy Rooney of the Football Pod, of course. And as uh, Tommy said, the, the exclusive James Horan interview, you can get it in the podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts and on the YouTube channel as well. OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent mode.